this is not my Vegeta right here. My Vegeta doesn't give up. No, my yeah. Vegeta lets Cell eat the androids so he can <laughs> play. No, Vegeta essentially <laughs> literally said he's not going to mess with Ultra and things like that's not my thing. Kakarot can have that. I'm going to do my own thing. That's basically, no, basically, that's basically like, what he said. He was, he was basically like ultra instincts for little bitches. Yes. Yes, that is exactly right. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into Anime Plus, episode 39. I'm your host, Alex Light. Hopefully, you are having a phenomenal day. Whatever day you're listening to this podcast, perhaps watching this podcast over at our YouTube channel, Sparky3, make sure to like the video, give us a subscribe. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, guys, we got a we got a pretty good you know little lineup of things to talk about here. We've got some uh, updated sales numbers to talk about. Uh, we have uh, some very interesting news coming out of Weekly Shonen Magazine with a legendary series. Uh, we also have some news over a series that we've been actively reviewing and what's going on there. And to join me, as always, here in the studio, i got Zach. Zach, how are you doing today? Going good. Cannot complain. Another wonderful Thursday. That's right. That's right. Another wonderful Thursday. And then when over the phones, we have Josh here. Josh, how are you? Are you ready to deliver that inspirational speech that's going to make me want to run through walls here at the end of the episode? Uh, yeah, you know, totally, totally. How, how are you doing, by the way? Uh, you know, your birthday was yesterday as my, we're recording this. Yep, yep. My birthday was yesterday. Shout out to that. Um, you know, it was a good day of just me. Uh, beating my skull into my desk over Team Fight Tactics, uh, so that was a fun time. What led to that, anyways? Man, I don't know. I just I've had an itch to play it for a while, so I finally just jumped into it, and I'm I'm trying to figure it out. I'm determined to figure it out. Is the better way to put it. You know, you said that I went. I'll play a match, and I played. I played like two rounds, got second and first. I did. I will say, I watched some videos or I listened to some videos today on the way to work. And uh, I'm excited to play tonight because there are some things that I learned in listening to these that I realized I was doing wrong. So hopefully we can turn that around and uh, maybe get good at TFT or not good, but just better, better. Yes, because that game is a lot of luck as well as some general knowledge. Got to be very lucky with the roles. And if anyone that knows me knows that I'm a very unlucky person, so... We'll see how it goes. Uh, but first and foremost, if you could, go follow us at Twitter, at Animan Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, we also have an Instagram now that's under the same name, at Animan Podcast. You can go follow us there if you want. Uh, we, also have my, we also have my other podcast, Lighthearted Gamers. Uh, you can go follow us at Twitter, at LH Gamers Podcast. we got some good stuff going on over there with E3 coming to a close and you know, trying to figure out how the rest of this year is going to line up for the gaming industry. Still waiting on Sony. That should be here pretty soon. Uh, we also we did do an Animan Plus bonus cast for Father day so make sure to go check that out and also um just so you know episode 38 did come out just fyi you know i did notice that on the downloads episode 38 kind of tanked just just a smidge bit because the bonus cast and uh 38 came out in the same day and the bonus cast would be first in your lineup so just a friendly reminder 38 is out there if you want to go listen to the news over there and lastly if you want to support us further the patreon is a great way to do so but don't feel obligated just listen to the show we appreciate you for that be a friend tell a friend uh but again if you want to support us further if you got the extra dollars you want to throw away we'd greatly appreciate it and we'll put it to good use and the patreon's the place to go for that all right so let's jump into the shout outs today 
Uh, first and foremost, the day this episode is coming up, June 27th, uh, is going to be the MAPA event. So be on the lookout for that on the news, on Twitter, or whatever the case is. Well, we're going to get the first look at Chainsaw Man, so that's going to be really exciting to talk about on episode 40. Shout out to 40 episodes coming up here soon. Um, and then we're also probably going to see a couple of projects that MAPA has in the works that we still currently do not know about. Um, so looking forward to that. And to tie into that, um, Crunchyroll recently teased their summer 2021 lineup. Uh, they out of their lineup they have set up for summer, there are two quote-unquote what they're calling top titles that are still set to be announced, as well as tw- uh, 12 more titles under the uh, simulcast that is still yet to be announced. So we'll probably hear that by the end of this month, beginning of next, because the actual summer anime season does begin in July. So we'll probably hear that pretty soon. I imagine at least one, you know, a couple of these are... Probably MAPPA related mm-hmm. is probably a safe bet. So looking forward to seeing that. Uh, but also shout out to the fact that ITLC is dead. Woo! As we expected. The best worst love story you'll ever not read. Yep. But I will say Favorite. that um, the Shonen Jump editor did tease for the creator's next work. Telling people to be on the lookout. Okay. For their next work. Um, so looking forward to seeing what that's going to come out of, but yeah, chapter 21 that is coming out this Sunday, uh, is I till C coming to a close. You know, you say that of looking forward to the next works. All I can think of is you think we'll ever see another chapter of Chojin X. Yeah. Sooner or later, but it's a matter of when. Eventually. Yeah. Could be. And he can. Yeah. Could be months. Yeah. It could be months down the road. I don't know, but I feel like whenever we do, um, see it again, uh, I feel like, um, you know, we'll actually get a schedule. I hope. Because it seemed fairly interesting, even with the ending of the Raven person. So, Right. Um, and, you know, one, one little tidbit of news that we had pop up, and it popped up initially in, in like, an, an official tweet, and then the uh, tweet was uh, deleted very quickly, but all reports are still pointing towards this, that uh, Spy Family is uh, coming in 2022, the anime. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting. That's a series that... I'm really excited to see what the anime is going to do for the manga in terms of sales, even though the sales are insane. In fact, here we have a little update that uh, Spy Family has over 11 million copies in circulation. Um, I feel like it's going to get a similar uh, what happened to Tokyo. Tokyo, uh, it's going to get, um, you'll see a massive boost out of it like we've seen out of JJK as mm-hmm. well. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what the boost is going to be for that. Uh, Vinland Saga is apparently has a f- an important announcement on July 26th. Uh, so just a little friendly tidbit there. That's a series that I personally have not checked out. Zach, have you? I feel like it's a series you would check out. I mean, I've looked at it several times and gone, I'll read that eventually. But I haven't actually touched it. Gotcha. Well, we'll get an important uh, an important announcement on the 26th of July, so we'll see what that is. Uh, Yasuke Anime gets a manga on July 27th as well. That was the uh, the series that was uh, came up on Netflix and apparently did re- not that well. I, I understood that it was not received super well, uh, which seems to be a theme right now for Netflix animes because I've seen the same thing out of record of uh, Ragnarok, which mm-hmm. is now out. And we do plan to talk about that here at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, but I, I've seen negative reviews on that as well as Record of Ragnarok. But, it, I mean, hey, it's getting along on the 27th. So um, <clears throat> going through here for some updated sales for you. So we do have some updated sales numbers for the Weekly Shonen Magazine volumes that we, we've talked about before. Uh, the update is for uh, 
the leading up to June 13th is the last uh, numbers here. By next week, we'll have new updates, of course. Uh, Blue Lock, Volume 14 with 132K. Eden Zero, uh, Volume 15 with 46K. And just a little extra tidbit here is uh, Tokyo Avengers as a whole has sold 717K up till that point, which is insane. Uh, for the uh, weekly Shonen Jump volumes leading up to the, uh, June 13th as well, we've got JJK Volume 16 with 1.5 million copies sold. The last update we have is 1.1 million. Uh, One Piece Volume 99 with 1.4 million. Last update was 1 million. Dr. Stone Volume 21 with 177K. Last update was 106K. Uh, Ayukashi Triangle Volume 4, 54K and 34K was our last update. Witch Watch Volume 1, 24K. Last update was 15.4. Uh, Sakamoto Days Volume 2, 20K. Uh, last update was 13.5. And keep in mind, both of those needed reprints. So we get to now see how the reprints have kind of affected a little bit. Uh, Magu-chan with 8.6K. Last update was 5.5. Build King Volume 2 with 6K. Last update was 3.5. And High School Family Volume 2, 5.6. Last update was 3.3. And we have no update on Ball Parade just because it is selling so poorly. So it is not ranked, uh, not being tracked at this time. The last update we have was 2.1. So, uh, you know, and I got to say, when it comes to Ball Parade, you know, we got the news about uh, these two new series coming out. And, you know, we it was not confirmed what was the other series ending. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew it was going to be Ball Parade or ITLC. And I feel like leading up to the uh, announcement for Red Hood and Nero, I feel like, you know, Jump probably told the Ball Parade creator, hey, your series could potentially get axed, you know maybe kind of looked at wrapping it up. And that's why we've seen the chapters that we've had for weeks where it was like super sped up, super rushed. And and then I, then I feel like the chapter we got that introduced this new antagonist out of nowhere, out of left field, um, was, uh, he's quite centered field. He's the superstar. That's true. Um, where I feel like when that chapter came out was because they said, Oh, by the way, okay, you're going to, you're going to live a little bit longer. So I need you to do something to, get you back on track since you've kind of sped everything up. You kind of killed all your character development. So now to throw in some, someone new, I feel like that's probably what happened. We'll see though. I still think ball parade will end. I will say whenever we do get to a point where it's going to end, what's going to happen. Is it just, are we just going to get like one new series come in? Cause they normally do it in batches. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that, with the, you know, let's, that saying that, is there going to be a second series that will get cut with it? And what could that second series be? That's the question. I actually, I actually don't have a guess. If we're gonna be completely honest, can always continue to hope. High school family. Yeah, high but school family. I feel like it's got the Mori King treatment at this point. So yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. Mori King treatment. Yeah, but high school family would probably be the next candidate. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I definitely think Ball Parade is not far uh, from being axed, and High School Family is gonna be right behind it. Um, all right, so for Weekly Shonen Jump issue 30, uh, obviously the cover is this new series, Red Hood. We have color pages for Black Clover, Mission Years Core Family, and Magu-chan. And then some notable little things to shout out is Blue Box in 4th, High School Family at 7th, Roboco at 13th. I thought that was actually kind of surprising with how popular Roboco is and how low it is. And then Candy Flurry, a newer series that just came out, is in dead last. <laughs> yeah, ball parades ahead of Candy Flurry. So that's kind of, that's, <laughs> that's kind of depressing. It's kind of depressing. And then next I'm, issue on the cover, we do have this other new series, uh, Martial Arts Road Nero. Uh, we have, then we have color pages for Red Hood, Dr. Stone, and Elusive Samurai. Elusive Samurai has gotten a lot of color pages over the past few weeks. 
A lot getting of a push. Yeah, it is. It's getting a big push. We finally saw a cover for Volume One. Oh, did we? I, I did see the cover. Yeah, I finally saw it. Uh, so that's you know that should be coming out uh, here pretty soon in July. And I am very curious how well it's going to sell because I mean I, I think you know you and I can agree the content for what would be in Volume One is not that great. Um, well, I have a feeling that they may make it slightly larger. I could be wrong. They may not. Because even back when it first came out, the first thing I said was, this series isn't going to get interesting until it's gotten to where we are now. Right. So I feel like they may make it a little bit because that first volume is pretty much going to be all the introductory stuff. Mm-hmm. So it may not be the greatest volume one, but volume two should be pretty I, interesting. I think I think seeing the volume two sales will be very interesting indeed. I agree with you on that. That'll be the one that I'm going to really look out for. And who knows, you know, volume one could still sell really well just because it's it's been received really well as a whole, um, you know, now that it's kind of gotten more interesting. So maybe just be for a collective purpose. Who knows? But at the same time, we have no idea if it's, how well it's going to blow out of because we don't know how well they're receiving it over in Japan. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the sales on it because they've pushed this thing off for a while you know this has been really drug on for a while and i do think it could potentially because of what we've said just the content pacing of stuff so all right so let's jump into some bigger stuff here to talk about so the first thing here on the lineup is uh kaiju number eight a series that we are talking about here um pretty much every single week a series that we firmly believe in is going to be one of the next big hits for like let's say for an anime and stuff like that when an anime comes it's going to blow stuff out of the water no doubt about it uh it is now officially going bi-weekly that is now going to be the uh, the new release schedule. Up until now, it's been three weeks on, one week off, uh, which, again, is thanks to that Jump Plus rela- mm-hmm. more relaxed uh, work environment. Uh, but now it is changing to just one chapter every two weeks. And uh, I... I I'm not messed up about it. It's fine, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, we this has been a topic that we've talked about here in the past. It's just that, it, you know, we've got to prioritize the health um, of these creators. You know, I wasn't, I, I didn't see like any official confirmation for any health issues or anything, but obviously you would ass- safely assume that does play into it. Um, but I mean, I, I don't personally see anything wrong with it, but I do want to further address and hammer out to everyone listening one chapter every two weeks. And I'm stressing that because man, the comments on Twitter that I saw, everyone was like so confused by this about what it was. What's confused about bi-weekly. Exactly. That's, and like, dude, I saw so many comments that kept asking like a bunch of different, like I saw, cause you know, obviously this is a jump plus series, yeah. right? So I saw some people even ask, okay, so is it going to be normal release schedule on the Shonen jump app? Cause you know, there's two apps and I'm yeah. like, no, there's no, it's not. It's bi-weekly, period. Man, I, the amount of confusing comments I saw from people where they were just very confused on what this was going to be literally shocked me. It's pretty much like they put out a message that said, you'll get a new chapter every fortnight. Everyone, what's a fortnight? Yes. Do you know what a fortnight is? No. 14 days. Oh, thank you. No, did not know that. Thank you, though. The more you know. Ooh. Have a little, you know, star thing. I mean, I mean, it's nice. It means we'll get uh, chapters more consistently. I mean, yeah. Already was sort of always on the fence of like, do I have Kaiju this week? I think I do. I just check around ten whenever it uploads. Right. 
Yeah, so those uh, nice little color page weeks are going to be gone, and it's just going to be consistent chapters every two weeks, like you're saying. So, I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a bad I don't think it's a bad thing, and I think it's also good that it's a series of this caliber being Kaiju number eight getting this treatment because it's going to further drive the narrative that Shonen Jump is trying to prioritize creator's health, like they you know do with you know, with, um, Oda, how he has a more, you know, kind of a more lax schedule where he's able to take more breaks mm-hmm. and also what we've seen recently with, uh, JJK. So, I, I mean, I don't think this is a bad thing. I think this is a, a, a good, another good step for the industry, uh, for prioritizing health. But yeah, I also got to say, I'm, I'm curious of what this will do for, um, you know, the Chainsaw Man, uh, the sequel, you know, like what sort of schedule is, uh, is, you know, are they going to be on? Mm-hmm. And they, you know, he's already talked about how more lax working in, uh, jump plus already is. So I'm kind of curious what that schedule is going to look like. And, but I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. Josh, you got any thoughts on, uh, what's, uh, Kaji number eight changing up? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Yep. Just because, I mean, we're already getting, we already get a week off yeah. every month anyway. So what's another one really? Um, right. And if it, you know, helps maybe for like longer chapters or, you know, anything like that. I mean, I'm, I'm all down for it. That's actually true. I didn't even think about the possibility of longer chapters. Uh, that's a good, that's a good point. You know, it, it could be a, um, who knows, could be a consistent thing where it could be like mid twenties for for chapters maybe even you know approaching the 30 who knows i don't i don't know but that, that's actually yeah. a very good point did not think about that and then and we're getting to the point where in the manga where you know things are really starting to like you know heat up so that's true that's we're true. about to get a lot more you know action and stuff so it'd be nice to have you know longer chapters we're gonna get more action than what we already get well i mean like you <laughs> so know we're talking like are, chainsaw massacre types of action i mean yeah, <laughs> you, it could you, be you know what I mean? Like things are starting to like, you know, uh, ramp up. I guess like more things are coming into play, more stuff happening now. So like, you know, not just like act more action, but like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Okay, because I mean, if you want more action, there's always Chainsaw Man. And they went. I love more Chainsaw action, Man, and they went. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> You like making a girl cry while making her dance dance revolution while you eat a hamburger? We got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was nonstop action during all of that. <laughs> I forgot all about that chapter. I'm not sure how you forgot about it because it was so out of left field with everything going on. Oh, my God. Where he God. just murders every, everyone in her family in that restaurant and then makes her play Dance Dance Revolution. It's amazing. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, when Chainsaw Man comes out, you guys are in for a treat. For the ones that have not read it and just looking for the anime, you guys are in for you guys are in for a treat. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of this. What the f*** is this chapter? Never mind. What the f*** did I just watch? That. It's going to be yeah. a whole lot of that. I was about to say, not we, we already had the first one already. Yeah, yeah. That, that was why the effect was even created, was thanks to Chainsaw Man. Um, all right, so next uh, piece of news that we got, and this is actually this is actually a pretty big deal. Um, th- so this series is, it, it, let's be real, it's it's one of the most legendary series in manga. But even that, even with me saying that, probably not a lot of people know about it, and probably not a lot of people know about it simply because of you know where it is. 
you know, and, and you know, basically the the runner up in the manga industry per se of how you would say being part of Weekly Shonen Magazine. You know, everyone's always going to look for you know Weekly Sh- uh, Weekly Shonen Jump. That's where a lot of the big dogs come from. But a series that I mean, hell, even has more chapters than One Piece. You know, a series that's been around for a hot minute. This is like the flagship show um, over at um, week, you know, flagship series over at uh, Weekly Shonen Magazine. Hajime no Ippo is uh, going to be avail- available digitally for the first time ever come July 1st. Legally. Yes, legally. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes, <laughs> legally. Um, so, I mean, this is a, this is honestly a big deal, and, and it's a big deal for a lot of reasons. You know, number one, this is this is like their flagship, okay? This is their one piece, okay? Like I said, it's got more chapters than one piece. It's been around for a hot minute, all right? It's very popular over in Japan. It's got it's gotten its anime. It's got its fandom. One of our friends, John, he's a, he's a big fan of this series. Mm-hmm. But even still, like this, even with how many chapters it has, these sales that it has, this is still a series that it's like, be, and I do think it's because it is a sports, you know, manga being a bot being boxing, you know, I feel like that may, you know, may possibly turn some people off. But, you know, this is a series that I feel like could really still get its stride and and just keep on growing. And I think this is also uh, a good thing to see because of just the increased um What's the right way to put it? Just the increased popularity with Weekly Shonen Magazine over the last 10 years, okay? Because, I mean, before 2010, how many Weekly Shonen Magazine series did we have pop off that was really mainstream? Like, the only one that I can immediately think of is probably Soul Eater. I know there's others. I know I'm disrespecting those others by not remembering them, okay? But Soul Eater is the first one that I think of. Uh, that was probably like late in late in the 2000s when it when it when the manga started that really popped off and has become mainstream. But like, let's look at the 2010s and what we've had come out of it. We've had Fairy Tail, uh, another one, uh, Rave Master, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the 2010s, we've had like you know Fairy Tail. We've had Seven Deadly Sins. We've got now Fire Force. Um, we've got uh, Tokyo Avengers. It's recently popped off. We've got the blue lock, which is at this point a lock to get an anime. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of Mappa's. That's one of my my predictions is that blue lock is going to be taken up by Mappa. Um, you know, Weekly Shonen Magazine, the popularity of it has just continued to grow. You know, over the last ten years, Rent a Girlfriend. That's another one in Weekly Shonen Magazine. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think this is a good thing uh, to have their flagship finally be available digitally, legally, uh, come July first. So shout out to that. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I've never checked out this series. It's been recommended to me hundreds of times by John and a couple other people. Still, never got around checking it out. Um, but it's a series that I feel like I need to check out here at some point. Will I? That's the question. I mean, I feel like Hajime you no know, Ippo also has the uh, staple of it is such a large series and it's been on so long. It's got the same staple as One Piece of. Yep. Do I really want to? Yeah. Bring down on yes. this many chapters because I mean the series itself is very good. It's as Alex said, very synonymous with Wheelie Shun magazine and its long standing position and everything. And it's just the fact that it is a very large and long series yep. that's still ongoing, by the way. Yep. And it's a sport, so not everyone's into sports animes or mangas. And then there is sort of the fact that it is an older at aesthetic. Yeah, I was gonna point that out here once we got through this, so <laughs> we'll get back to that. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, there's just many factors to Hajime no Ippo, why it it still has a large fan base currently, but why it doesn't explode or blow up as some other series out there from the Shonen Magazine. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, it being available digitally can potentially do for it. And I'm also, you know, I've seen a lot of rumors about this as well, about it possibly getting another, you know, anime adaptation at some point. So, and that's what a lot of people thought the report, you know, the announcement was going to be. That's, that's what everyone was thinking. But even still, I mean, you know, even like talking to John, who's a big fan of the series, like he was very pleased to hear the announcement because again, this is just a good thing for the series to, yeah. further, you know, cause it, it is a shame that the series is as large as it is and not bigger across the world. You know, that is a shame. So it, I'm looking forward to seeing it going, uh, going digitally here soon. And, uh, the reason I was laughing and what, uh, what, uh, Zach just mentioned, that we're going to come back to this. So while we were going over all this and I was going on my spill, I saw it pop over here on my laptop that Josh uploaded a couple of things in the Discord, but I didn't look at it right away. I saw <laughs> that you looked at it, Zach, because I saw your face, but I, I tried not to get distracted, and I just kept on going. So Josh uploaded, you know, good old JJK Volume 4. You know, it's got Gojo on it. You know, just give us a little friendly reminder that, hey, this is what it looks like. And then he shows us the the cover for me and Roboco <laughs> Volume 4, which is... <laughs> An exact copy, basically, of the JJK cover. For point of difference here, it's Gojo pulling off his face mask with his tongue out and some spiritual energy coming from his hand with blood on it. Roboco, on the other hand, is just staring at you with a ice cream cone in her hand with her tongue out, looking at the ice cream as it's falling down. Grabbing tissues. Yeah. Here, go back to mine. I'm going to see if I can put this up. So there's, you know, for context for everyone, right? J, you know, oh, JJK. you're not going to be able to see that. Uh, you can kind of see it. You know, you can get the gist. Okay. I mean, that's, hey, this is a good, pretty good camera, right? All right. Now let's go look at me and Roboco here, you know, just as reference. Yeah, see, you can kind of see that. I mean, it's not bad. You can make it out. You get the general gist. So shout out to me and Roboco for just being a big meme. That's the second time it has hard copy jjk yes yep <laughs> this is making me want to read this fucking series <laughs> this is making me wonder if every every two volumes they're gonna do something jjk related because the last one was volume two yeah 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 th- these stupid memes make me want to read this series i just because of the sheer amount of respect that i have for what they're trying to accomplish here i have so much respect for it so i'm looking forward to seeing the sales on that um, volume three came out. I th- volume three did come out. I think like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. So volume four should probably be here in next month. Oh, right? it's, it's it sh- is that is it going to be part of the July lineup? I have no idea. I just figured if the last volume came out a couple months ago, isn't that the the release schedule of like every like two or three months? I would say so. So I would say either next month or August. I'm really pumped to see the sales on volume four of me and Rebecca now because that is fantastic. I respect, I respect the grind. I respect what they're doing over there. All right, so last little bit of news we have here for today's episode is uh, the My, you know, My Hero Academia Season 5. Of course, you know, we've had the training arc. We've got the, the villain arc that, you know, we've, that we've been kind of waiting for, and then it was supposed to end off with Endeavor Agency help lead up to the movie. Well, they apparently did a little switch up, and Endeavor Agency is actually coming next. Uh, My Hero, it looks, seems like uh, the My Villain Academia is going to end off this season uh here on the 26th uh this you know this friday this upcoming saturday for us when we're recording will begin the endeavor agency arc um 
what do you guys, you know, thoughts on that? Do you, I mean, do you guys really think it's a huge deal? The only thing that I, I kind of, I mean, I don't think it's a huge deal in the grand scheme of things. I really don't. Um, but my only thing that I, I kind of thought about it, and obviously we did get the little tease in this last episode at the beginning with uh, Shigaraki, mm-hmm. is that, you know, now we're going to be doing going back to the past kind of thing is what we're going to be doing instead of going in the, the straight line that the manga did in terms of timeline. But other than that, I mean, I didn't think it was a big deal. I, I will say in terms of in terms of the movie, I did think it was going to be a good idea for Endeavor Agency to end off the anime because it's going to end off the anime and then you're going to have this new movie where they're working under Endeavor. You know what I mean? So that made sense. But other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a huge deal to go ahead and get this arc out of the way. It'll probably what be three episodes, four episodes maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, what, it'll- what do you guys think? It'll be very long. I don't see it as a bad thing at all, just because, you know, yeah, with the movie, the movie's going to take place more likely during the Endeavor Agency arc, and it would flow better for the movie. But all in all, it kind of like works out better to start out, you know, what they're going to do with uh, the League of Villains, because that's basically the entire next season. Yeah. And so ending this season off with that would be a way better like flow into right. that. Yeah, for the anime. Just in my opinion. Yeah, yeah that, that's a totally fair point. And, you know, I, I just don't I, I don't think it's a big deal. Like, you know, I, I, I now, now that you mentioned that and pointed out, yeah, that's probably a good thing for the anime, you know, honestly. Uh, Zach, what about you? Do you have any real takeaway? Just kind of, hey, we're on the same page. Like, it's not a big deal. I was about to say, yeah, no, it makes sense. It's a, it's a move that makes sense of just continuing just along with the students and everything, just giving that little hint of what's going to come next. Yep. And then just flowing through and just then having like some, well, during this time during their training or while they're training, have this whole events going out. Then the movie's probably taking place where they're off doing whatever world mission is. And this whole other thing's going on at the same timeline is what I would guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That's what I would guess too. And, um, you know, and, and Josh, you're totally right, man. Season five, uh, that, that should be coming out next year. I mean, it will be that entire that entire war isn't this season five or season six i apologize thank you uh season six that will probably it'll probably be that entire war so it doesn't make sense that in yeah. the villains. And looking at it too now that you know we're, we're talking about it the endeavor agency arc isn't really something strong True. for the see for the season to end on even if it does directly lead into a movie it's not like the strongest thing True. not like you know endeavor beating the shit out of that no move you know how the other seasons it did so it, it would make sense to, like, you know, have it a strong hype ending, even if it does have to move one thing around. Right. And, you know, I also can't help but to think that because of this move happening, do you think that, uh, you know, in hindsight, Horkoshi wished he would have done it that way? You know? It's quite possible. Because we, we know that's happened with series before. Yeah. Yeah, because I know yeah. one just random example off the top of my head is with the God of High School anime, you know, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Mira's fight. She was supposed to lose. Um, it, you know, that's she lost in the webtoon, yeah. and uh, when it came to the anime, the creator wanted to do a little switch up where she actually won, uh, because she, she got very Sakura syndrome for a while, for a long time. Yeah, yeah, she got so she, you know, he wanted to add some more relevance to the character for the anime. So I mean, the, those things do happen where, in hindsight, creators wish they could have changed something, and maybe this is one of those cases. I mean, it's quite possible. Yeah. I mean, it does flow actually better in this way. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so. Yeah, and looking back on reading it too, I mean, you know, that, you know, the League of Villains set up was a long time in the manga, you know, it's kind of exhausting. And then we get to the Endeavor Agency, and that wasn't really any better, in my opinion, because not a lot happened. So 
you know, it, it may be that, you know, he felt that it just works better the other way around. Right. Instead of having like a build up to nothing because the build up leads to endeavor instead of the build up leading to what the actual build up was. Yeah, I can agree to that. I can agree to that. And I'm looking forward to seeing the, the villain arc, especially, you know, because as we've said before, um, it was very grinding in the manga. And I think the anime is going to do it, uh, do it some extreme justice. Uh, I'm just more pumped for season six. I'm so ready for season six, man. I know. Uh, I can't wait to see Chainsaw Man. That's true. Chainsaw Man is canon in uh, in uh, My Hero Academia. That is true. And supposedly Deadpool is too. So Deadpool is too as well, yeah. Yes, also true. All right, let's hop over to our anime breakdowns for the week. Uh, we do have one official finale being Seven Deadly Sins, and then we also have the finale of 86, even though we have a bonus episode coming out. Yeah, quote-unquote finale. Yeah, quote-unquote finale. So, uh, But we'll kick things off with My Hero. We are talking about it. Uh, so Season 5, Episode 13, how are you guys feeling about it? I did <laughs> fight up funny, as we've mentioned a couple times. This was the moment, which I didn't even realize in the chapters when I was reading, that they addressed the spy <laughs> yeah they yeah. did finally address the spy <laughs> yep it's been a hot minute since we heard uh, that the same with shinzo i i completely forgot they had a verdict for him because i spent this entire time like what the fuck's happened where they and they're like oh yeah next year you definitely will be in the hero agent or the hero class and i was like all right well they answered two questions in one episode yep and then this episode uh um, cause it was the beginning of this episode where we got to see the interview with Shoto and Bakugo. Mm-hmm. Love that in the manga so much. It's like, oh yeah, you guys look like, you know, really good friends. It's like, oh, well, where'd you get that idea? You need to get your brain checked. And Shoto's like, yes, we are good friends. <laughs> yeah. Love that. And then of course, Shoto's interview where she's like, Mount Lady's like, oh, your, your smile would kill people. He's like, if I smile, they'll die. Never change <laughs> Shoto. Please just never change. Never uh, change. So, I mean, overall, because of just like stupid little comedic tidbits like that, this was a great episode, you know, because that, yeah. these are like the little lighthearted moments that we, we kind of live for with My Hero Academia. Uh, and then, of course, like I already mentioned, you know, I think it was the very beginning of this episode. We got the tease for what's to come with uh, Shiggy. Was that was at the very beginning, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, was right there. At the yeah, it was yeah, pretty close to the very beginning. You're also leaving out the part where they're throwing the Christmas party at the end and Ari walks through the door and goes trick or treat. Yes. And Oz was just like, that's. Wrong holiday. holiday. She literally goes through every holiday possible but yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yep. I, mean, I, mean, I, I made eggs. I throw salt at a demon in, demon out. Yeah. That's not for a couple months. Um, that was so good. What I actually really liked about this episode was the comments as it was panning out in the sky after the party of, and I was thinking very adamantly that we could have a Christmas party like this next year. I went, Damn, that hurts now. Yeah, now that yeah. we know where we are. Damn, that hurts. Yeah, because I remember that reading, foreshadowing. I remember reading that and going, "Okay, that seems odd. I'm not sure if I'm going to like what's going to happen." Yeah, yeah. And then uh, next episode, we will get the. Um, I think it's next episode. We'll get the uh, the scene that I had already talked about with All Might. Uh, Deku and Bako, because I know it was already kind of teased in this one where All Might was working. Uh, that yeah. is that is next episode, I believe, from what I saw in the preview, and it should, you know, be then be following up with the Endeavor Agency and where we're going to go from there. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how the Endeavor Agency will will play out for the anime. But I mean, this was a great episode. This was one of my 
probably one of my personal favorites for this season just because of the stupid little comedic bits. Mm-hmm. Ba- yeah. The Bakugo Shoto thing was one of my favorite comedic bits in the manga for a very long time. And it still is. I just think it's a really funny scene because the, the first thing that I thought of, okay, when I saw that, and you guys will get a kick out of this. Listeners won't really have any context. I saw that, and the first thing I thought, me and me, uh, me and Diaz. First thing I thought, <laughs> he, he Shoto, I'm Bakugo in that situation. First thing I thought of. That's pretty funny, actually. That is. Yeah, so that's why I, that's why that that moment holds a special place for him because literally Shoto is him in that case. And I'm Bakugo, 100%. For context for our listeners, Diaz is a friend of ours who lived with Alex for a large amount of time. Yes. So they had very similar interactions. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> very, very similar, sim, uh, similar to what we just saw there. Yes. So one last note I like about this episode is just seeing everything as a secondhand foreshadowing and stuff mm-hmm. and um, contrast to what we know now. And everything, it make that episode is a lot better in my mind now. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, okay. Like, like, especially when you think about the interviews of the people. Yeah, yeah. And everything during that Shigaraki part. Yep. Yeah. Where they're like, "You work harder, we'll work harder." Yeah. Yeah, that that's actually a very good point. Now that we know what we are, now that we've seen what we've seen and everything, that is a good point. Uh, what about One Piece nine seventy nine? How are we faring over there? Oh man, well we're not faring very good. The oh, last episode, okay. shit. <laughs> last episode, fantastic. This episode, not so much. I will say this episode was really good solely for the fact that through about ninety percent of the episode, everyone was telling Kinemon how good of a job he was, like throwing the spy off and all this stuff by like, you know, playing with how they were supposed to go to uh, Tokagi Port instead of um, I forgot what the other one. Tokage. No, it's to- Tokage. Uh, anyway, yeah, Hokage, Hokage port instead of uh, whatever wharf they were supposed to go to, and the entire time Kinemon just like, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't plan this, and everyone's just like, you did such a good job, like misleading everyone, and so for that it was fantastic. Um, towards the end, it did get a little better. Uh, we got a little more action. We got a uh, uh, Luffy and Kid destroying uh, another one of the. Beast or Animal Kingdom pirate ship. Um, so that was really nice. But all in all, after last week's episode wasn't wasn't a super great episode. Like it had its moments, but I'm I'll just be excited when, you know, we get a little further. I think maybe two or three more episodes in and we get to a little more like of the of the action of the of the raid. Okay. Well, what about Dragon Quest? Was Dragon Quest more interesting than uh, than One Piece this week? Apparently, apparently One Piece is a little lackluster. Was that Dragon Quest at least okay? I mean, Dragon Quest was about what I was expecting. Ma'am shows up. She beats the crap out of uh, our villain, who's a Chimera hybrid. He stops her by throwing goo on her hands because she can't use her new skill on anything with but with her hands. Um. So yeah, that happens. She continues to fight. Eventually, they come up with some plan to... Dai comes up with a plan to take the spotlight and finish him off. Um, Pop gets a little moment to free Mam's hands because a dude who's literally just wearing a sheet over his head goes, cast a frizz spell at her. It's like, what? Cast a spell at her. He looks, sees her hands like, ah, fire. (laughs) 
And I mean, it just ends up with a defeat of the villain. Everyone's happy. The villain's just... And it also very much hints at that everyone has father issues in this series. Because <laughs> the guy was the son of one of our Legion commanders that's still somehow alive. And he's just like, I always just wanted him to acknowledge me, even in this. And sends his research away about the perfect beings, even after fully well knowing his father does not give a damn about him. Mm-hmm. But overall, it was about what I expected. Mam shows up, beats crap, gets uh, debuffed. So Dai comes up with a plan to finish off said monster. Monster has a nice little monologue, and we carry on. So I have a question. So, are do you just do you just die a little on the inside when you have to watch Dragon Quest every week? Because hearing you talk about it just feels like you're just dying on the inside. No, not every week. There's a few good episodes here and there, but there's a lot of them just sort of like, yeah, but what I expected. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like you die a little on the inside whenever you have to watch it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to have talk about Dragon Quest next week because it's a recap episode, and screw that. Okay, that's fair. So, you know, uh, you're going to miss out on all the important details they put in the recap episode, though. That's true. I'm going to do Alex's thing of skip, skip, skip. That's interesting. Skip, <laughs> skip, skip. I, I, I have done that, yeah. With Yashihime is the prime example where I'm just watching on my phone just tapping the 15 seconds forward a whole time. We're just like, okay, got it. Stop for a couple minutes. All right, cool. Keep going. All right, done with the episode. Let's keep it moving. So, I don't know. I'll be I'll be very curious if we ever if we get an actual episode count for Dragon Quest sometime in the near future. Because as nope. of now, there is still not a count. So you're just stuck with it. Because as far as I can tell from that opening, that's literally the same music, only changed pictures. We still have at least possibly five, maybe six villains. Then the head honcho. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Also, Hadlar's coming back big and buff, so we got to deal with him a third time. <laughs> Can I throw out, uh, like, I think Shonen Jump, like, tweeted something out the other day with a bunch of, like, their characters on it had, like, you know, Luffy and Naruto and Goku, and it had Die on it. Yes. And I could only imagine yeah. they put Die on it because it's just like, we're going to revive Dragon Quest and make a thousand more episodes. Yeah, I think I saw what you were talking about, Josh. Uh, they did, yeah. Uh, well, uh, what about Tokyo Avengers episode eleven? How are you guys think uh, feeling about that? We're about to hit Bloody Halloween coming up here very soon. They've we've already seen the promotional poster for it. Yeah, I saw that. Yep, so, I really like that poster. That was a good poster. Uh, you know, showcased a couple characters we haven't really got to see. You know, yet so far. Uh, but what do you guys think of uh, episode eleven? Just kind of uh, you know, kind of finishing up where we were. With Battle of Eight Three, you know, what do you, what do you guys think about it? Actually, you know, we'll, we'll kick things off with Josh. Josh, what did you think about it? As someone who hasn't, you know, read the content, how how did you feel about this episode? I really liked it. It was a good, um, you know, kind of like a wrap up episode. Mm-hmm. Of, I guess like his mission to uh to change the future by changing the past, and uh, you know, it was just it was like I don't know. It was kind of like emotional, like when you saw um, like Takemichi looking for Mikey and Mikey's just like there crying like I'm so glad you're alive like don't do something stupid like that ever again like in reference to uh, Draken almost dying um, just for context he went to cardiac arrest in the ambulance so they weren't sure what was going to happen to him but uh, I mean it was it was a really good episode I enjoyed it it was probably probably my favorite episode of the week 
Right. We also got to see uh, Draken, you know, uh, give Takamichi Mikey's jacket whenever they fu- uh, f- uh, formed the gang. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Got to see that and uh, got to see a little moment of where Takamichi thinks he's the most baddest dude on the planet. <laughs> yeah. And Draken knocks him down a few pegs. Takamichi's just like, no one looks up to me. Let me have this. He's like, that's the saddest thing anyone's ever yelled. It's like, did you really just yell that? That's sort of depressing. That's sort of yeah. absolutely pathetic, but okay, man. I, I like how the yeah. actual delinquents both called him out. There was drags like, the hell you wearing? And then Mikey's like, yeah. what are you wearing? He's like, what is wrong with you? Uh, we also got a moment with Mikey where he basically was just like, Takamichi, what the hell are you? You know, where you had that moment, but then Mikey just kind of let it go, where he's just like, well, Draken's alive, so we'll call it good. Yeah, well, yeah, he's like, but what are you wearing? Yeah, Yeah, it was also nice, like, seeing him go into the, uh, seeing Takamichi go back into the future and being like, I guess it was all just a dream, I was just daydreaming, and he sees a scar on his hand, was like, wait, it was fucking real. It's like, wait And then, uh, (laughs) yeah, he goes, has that that appointment at the salon, and goes in there, and it's it's Akun, and he's like a, you know, like a hairdresser now, or whatever. And he asked uh, Takamichi to be his first customer because Takamichi was like, follow your dreams and I'll be your first customer. And he, like, that was such a feel-good moment. Yeah, it was. Next episode won't be, though. I bet it won't. <laughs> See, I was just going to leave it as a surprise. You <laughs> yeah, you're just, like, you're just like, no. Well, I mean, let's be real. But, you know, I, I didn't say why. But let's let's also point out... Let, You've let, already hold on. ruined it. Let's but... point out the fact that when this episode comes out, that episode will be out. Eh. So... I mean, I like that yeah. episode overall. I enjoyed the when he, his first time going back after completing his mission. And just as Josh was saying, those things of, why am I here? My scar. My God. Akun remembered their promise. Yep. Then he gets that call right at the end from Nauto of just, uh, let's go see her. Yeah. I do, I do like the concept of just, when he does go back to the uh, future... Literally, the only one who registers it is Nauto. Yep, and he's yeah. completely accepting of it. I just like, want, I just want back. to know what that aspect for him because, like, he is he wherever he is and just blinks, and then he's somewhere else. Goes, what the hell? What happened? <laughs> yeah, because the phone call was literally just like, "You're back, huh? You changed it. You succeeded. Let's go see my sister." Like, how does he know though? <laughs> Yeah. Was he just like just like in his bathroom like taking a dump? He's like, This isn't my bathroom anymore. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Can we get like a little spin off, like short, like ten chapters of just him realizing that Takamichi's back? That'd be great. I would love to see yeah. that. Just all the interactions of it's like, Oh shit, okay. All right, where am I now? That's literally yeah. my whole question I've always had every time um when Takamichi goes from the past to the future. What happens to Naoto? Yes. Yes. <laughs> because, like, Naoto is always aware, but he's not always in the same spot each time Takabichi likes to come back. So it's funny. Yeah. Just imagine him come back and, like, just doing something random and someone's like, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you, us talking about this, it actually just now prompted a question in my head that I cannot ask here on the show, unfortunately. Okay. But I'm going to ask you when we're done recording because it is because it involves Nalto and it, I just okay, cool. I, I just thought of something involving all the the time travel stuff we're going back and forth. Uh, but let's go over from there. Let's talk about 86. The you know 
the season finale. We got a bonus episode coming out uh, this Saturday, and then we are confirmed for a season two. I did see this from the official Twitter for the '86 anime. They're going to be take, and from the sound of it, we'll get a season two this year, folks. Like it's coming soon. Like they're going to take a few months break, from what I understand, uh, from what I saw, and then this fall we'll get '86 part two is essentially what we're getting. So that's very exciting. Uh, How do you guys feel about uh, the you know finale for '86? I mean, this was. Yeah, this was an episode, man. There was, there was, a, yeah. That that cliffhanger is brutal. That cliffhanger yeah. is brutal. So I'm glad we're getting the next season. You know, part two. I'm glad we're getting it very quickly. But what did you guys think about it? I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. True. I mean, I was sort of surprised that it did stick with Spearhead because I expected with hell the series has gone the entire time we we get a flip to uh, Major Waifu, Lena, and um. So it was interesting to see that they stuck with Spearhead and continued them. They actually picked off right off where uh, the last episode ended on the 30th, yep. showing us the actual fight that happened Yep. and just how screwed of a position they are in. Oh, um, yeah. Brutally. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Fido being the best Fido ever. Um, right until the end. Yes. Yep. Yeah, this episode plays out with uh, Spearhead just kind of facing the facts that, hey, we're running low on Fuck. stuff, you yeah. know. We're we're gonna probably be kind of screwed, you know. They've only got one uh, juggernaut left, and right now they're just taking turns on who pilots, and they've got the understanding that whoever's pilots gets to fight. So we had a moment where Anju was piloting, and Shin's like, "Here, I'll 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 pilot." So like, I'm bored. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever, man. Sure, you're bored. Whatever. He pilots immediately, lets them go from the little like the little trailer he's pulling, blows some rocks, keep them back. He's just like, the rule was whoever is piloting gets to fight, right? You know, goes off to fight this giant army of, you know, the uh, the Legion. You know, they all try to come help with the standard rifles, which is going to do shit to them. And now we're left with such a massive cliffhanger of what the hell, what the hell's happening with everyone? What, what's everyone's status? You know, we got the hell of a cliffhanger at the end of the episode, like the, like the post credits with Shin and his brother. So lots of questions that I need answers for immediately. You know, because me knowing yeah. a little bit that I know of the, of the light novel, obviously, you know, we can. You know, we know how Shonen goes. Like, I don't feel like this is a massive spoiler. These people aren't dead. Like, it's Shonen. They're not dead, man. You know, <laughs> it's it's part one. There's multiple light novels. Like, come on, come on, let's just be real. For as far as you're aware, we follow different people. That's yeah. Uh, yes, because yeah. in this totally... episode, it was Lena actually shows up at the base and talks to the uh, guy who fixes runs their little shop. And actually shows the new Spearhead squad getting pictures and you actually come to see the people next for execution. Yeah, basically. You know, the episode ended off with her and had a nice little moment where they where she found like a like a like a, basically a, a letter to her. It was literally the picture they drew over. Yeah. 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 The pig. Yeah. Uh but no, oh, yeah. I mean this is a great episode, man. This series itself has been phenomenal. If you have not watched it yet, Please go do so. I did notice the uh, the English dub is now starting to release. So if you are a dub fan, you can now start go watching that on Crunchyroll. Episode one was out when I last saw it last weekend, so you can go start checking that out. And I did also see that it's starting to come out in other dubs as well. So yeah, there's like Portuguese and stuff. Yep. Um, just get over me now. I was just gonna say it no, was, was a really gonna, good episode. I was gonna episode. circle back. I was gonna circle. Back. Oh well, damn! I didn't know you sound like you were wrapping it up. No, I, I mean know. it was a good episode. Had it not been for the the the, the finger at the end that said uh you know, like special episode. Yeah. I don't know how I would have made it because <laughs> the, the cliffhanger on this episode 
would have fucking murdered me the way it ended. And just like that final scene of uh, Shin just laying there with like his head like like scribbled out in red. I was like, yes. what the fuck? Yes, yes. It was it was exhausting. Yes, yes. Yeah, to give full context for people, if uh, if you care about how this ends at this point, you have somehow watched it. Skip like four minutes ahead now. Um, so pretty much it ends. Yeah, Shin has a little spiritual moment with his uh, brother who's passed, who's reading a book, drops it and becomes a skull knight, takes his hand in this spiritual moment towards a window. And as they walk away to this window, it pans down to see uh, Shin's body with the scratching out and red like it's shown several times of his brothers throughout the series. Just making him go, well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, backing up a little bit, the uh, when the, the long-range, like, ballistics start firing down and Shin hears that voice, like, I forgot exactly what it says, but, like, you know, I won't let you dirty uh, animals, like, harm the princess and stuff. Mm-hmm. That also got me, like, what the fuck is actually going on here? I assume that was the next antagonist. And he was sort of one of the first that led to the Legion taking brains because it sounded like he was a loyalist of the princess of that kingdom before it fell. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it kind of has me questioning, like, if they take your brain, because the way it's kind of been, like, led up to is, like, you know, when they take your brain, Shin can hear, like, their last words. Yeah. But, like, with Shin's brother, his brother actually, like, could, like, had he he thought for his own himself and like could True. actually do stuff. So are there other like, you know, I guess there's shepherds or whatever out there that that do have their own like will, or are they just brains and machines that are like, all right, go kill these people? Well, from what like, I got from seeing it, I'm getting it's either I don't know if it's based on the machine that they're put in because maybe we'll find that out in the next season. But speculation wise, it seems almost like a depending on how strong of a will the person may have had, keeps either their last dying objectives or wishes or just their last dying thoughts, depending. Because Shin's last, not Shin, but Shin's brother's last thing, thing was he wanted to protect his brother and he failed. So it became his obsession to protect his brother, mm-hmm. which is why he went so hard on trying to con- capture Shin. What it seems from yeah. this guy is his last obsession was to protect the princess from anything and everything. Because I guess some bad shit happened in that country besides the Legion. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Which I'm looking forward to actually getting a chance to explore that more. Because I really just want to know what the hell is going on over there that prompted everything that we've gotten to this point. Oh, yeah. I'm so pumped for, for part two. Now that I know that part two is coming this fall, I think that is now my number one thing that I'm pumped for. Um, yeah. Even, even going over shield hero season two, um, cause shield hero season two, man, it's going to be, it's gonna be dope content from what mm-hmm. I've read for sure. Uh, but man, 86 part two, that is what I am tuned in for right now. Let's go. That is what I want. Um, God, it's such a great series. If you guys haven't started watching it, please watch it, man. This has been such a special treat for this spring season because this was one of those series that I had no clue even existed. I'm just looking forward to like, what's coming out in the spring for maybe me to try out. And that's how I found 86. That's how I found Tokyo. And now two of my favorite series that I've been watching recently. Definitely yeah. check out 86, guys. From the way you're gushing about this, it almost sounds like we're going to have a bonus cast coming up soon or a spoiler cast. Hey, 
You never know. Never I assure know. you, Josh, it's just going to be him. You and me won't be involved. He'll just, he'll just <laughs> be in here by sounds. himself, just breathing heavily, looking at a book. It's like, yes, 86. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like how with every bonus cast, I find a way to always mention Kaito Hitman Reborn. And now, yeah. now I feel like the ongoing meme, the new meme, thanks to John with Lighthearted Gamers, that I will always <laughs> find a way to mention Mass Effect <laughs> every time. Now, and now it's now it's my goal to always mention Mass Effect. Oh, damn it. I forgot to plug Diablo Immortal last episode. I never say anything in hopes you constantly forget. I hate you. <laughs> You're the worst co-host ever. I am the best co-host because I don't have to hear you mention that and hit that stupid button. So Fuck you. <laughs> Let me have this. All right. Well, I'm going to start making a little note at the beginning of every script. Diablo Immortal. Find a place for it. I don't know what it's going to be, but find a place for it. I think you need to put a poll on our Twitter and see if the fans even care about Diablo Immortal. Hey, Diablo Immortal is going to be a fun game. Yeah gonna be fun it's gonna win mobile game of the year that's a fact all right, <laughs> all right sounds like your uh, your stance on songs the hedgehog being movie of the year for, for 2020 also shout out to sonic sonic's uh, 30th birthday shout out to that i don't know why i do anything anymore <laughs> <laughs> shout out to that shout out to the fact that i share a birthday with sonic it's, it's truly an honor <laughs> It's truly an honor to share a birthday with such, with such an iconic character that's given us some of the greatest games in history, like Sonic 06, Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric, and Sonic Forces. <laughs> Just shout out, man. Shout out. I will say... See, it sounds like sarcasm, but I know it's all true, like from the bottom of your heart. <laughs> I've seen your room. Why is why 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 are you putting that one up? Because we're having tech issues. We're not having tech issues. Out of your mouth is apparently Sonic now. <laughs> Fuck off. By the way, while we're like in the middle of this Sonic rant, Alex, did you see the Sonic Mac and Cheese? Yes. Where someone put the Sonic G. Yeah, yes. I, I legit thought that was. <laughs> no. Why would I ever do that? <laughs> Because you love Sonic, and I just I I figured you wanted people to like <laughs> be like, hey, this dude here like Sonic. No, I've, I did not mix Sonic G Fuel with Mac and Cheese. Thank you. All right. Also, I want to give a shout out to uh, they had the uh, Sonic Thirtieth um, like musical, um, yeah. you know, musical thing. I watched a or I listened to a decent portion of that today while driving back and forth through work. That's actually that was actually really good. I mean, the bit they showed during their little conference on E3 sounded really good, so I assumed yeah. it was going to be exceptional. Yeah, if you're a Sonic fan, um, you know, make sure to go check that out. I mean, it's it's about two hours, so watch it and listen to it in bits or whatever. Uh, but man, it was it was really good from what I listened to. There was a couple of nice guest singers, uh, like you know, Nate wants to battle. He he sang mm-hmm. a he sang a few songs, but yeah, definitely go check that out. Uh, but now we'll talk. Go back to anime. Yeah, I know everyone just clicked <laughs> off the episode. Now, if you're still here, hey, what's up? Um, hey, don't worry, Zach, because we got lighthearted gamers where I'm going to talk a lot about Sonic. Oh goddamn! <laughs> Wait till he finds out about the anime Sonic X. I do know about Sonic X. Oh god! Yep. I just created a new bonus cast. I, I do know about Sonic X. Yep. I mean, we do have Sonic Prime coming out like next year or something. All right, man. But yeah, yeah. Sonic X, man. I know about that show. Here's the joke, people. Both of those series are actually out. Um, so yeah, if you actually want to go watch it, you can. 
Gotta go faster, 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 faster. Sonic. Sonic X. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to Your Eternity, episode 11. Uh, Zach, what did you think about it? I thought this was a really good, like, wholesome episode. It was a nice episode. It was, man. Very nice episode. Very wholesome. Uh, and then I love the ending. The ending fucking broke me. <laughs> the ending was so good, but I'm with you. Like I've said before, this series can like break me and rebuild me in the same episode. It's just in this case, it was reverse, where it's just like it just built me up all episode and then just broke me at the end. Like it was such a good episode of we had the whole. So we're now four years later after the events that happened with them being attacked in the forest. Uh, Fushi hasn't changed form at all in the four years. That's why he has aged. Yep. And we get a good moment of Gugu addressing his brother. His brother comes and finds him. True. And talks to Gugu, and Gugu more or less tells him, Fuck off. Yeah, go away. Don't take anything else from me. Uh, Rim finally finds out about Gugu and things he hasn't told her about. The fact that he's the boy that she gave a ring to yep. way back when. Yep. And that at, towards the end that he was the one, he was there at that moment in time when she got her scar she had no idea why she got her scar. She just knew she fell over. Now she's getting a f- full picture of everything. Yep. Uh, finally getting that reveal that, you know, he was the one that saved her life. And she didn't even know her life was saved, you know, like you said. And so that was a very good end of this episode. Um, and, you know, I'm glad we did get some clarification on the aging thing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, from everything that I've seen from, like, just manga panels, promotional art, the opening, Fushi doesn't age so when he aged last episode kind of a surprise you know kind of caught me and you both off guard a little bit and uh, i'm glad we got the clarification on how and why he aged and i feel like that also answers another question that i have is so when he transforms again and he goes back to the nameless boy i guess he's going to go back to how he originally looked that's my assumption i don't think he's going to go back to looking how he does right now you know what i mean that's how I think it'll it'll play yeah. out because I mean every promotional thing I've seen it's the food it's the 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 one that we know of the nameless boy, so I, I I'm glad we did get that little bit of clarification from our God or whoever he is, yeah. uh, where that's why Fushi did age and I I imagine he'll probably transform next episode he he probably won't have much of a choice, um and by the time he transforms back into the boy it'll be back to how he looked years yeah. ago that's my guess we'll see if i'm right or wrong on that but that's my guess but no it was a great episode it, it really was um it's, it's a shame we only have you know eight more episodes you know because it is confirmed for 20 mm-hmm. so um all right so then next up we have eden zero episode 11 um zach what do you think about it got the actual introduction to sister I forgot that both the sisters have to strip down to do their yep. skills and whatnot. Yep. <laughs> and I was very confused when we turned into a BDSM club. You know, with Hero, nothing surprises me. <laughs> not, especially not with Eden Zero. <laughs> I mean, it was an okay episode. Yeah, it was. I mean, we got the introduction of the actual sisters and uh, got to see Shiki use his uh, gravity bullets that we will never see again. It's true. <laughs> I saw That's you. True. I you saw you. I was like, that was a thing. <laughs> yep. I, I that was. I, I had the same reaction when he did. It. I was like, fuck. I forgot that was a thing. I completely forgot he ever did that. And you know, I will say when it comes to uh, Eden Zero, this is a series that I am a big fan of, and I wish I could gush about it more 
but there's just like in the the honest to god truth is there's not much to gush about at this time the big plus is it looks phenomenal yes the music is great the voice acting is fantastic these are the big takeaways right now because as we continue to move forward we're going to keep we're going to keep the the content level is going to keep on getting better and better so I, i'm really excited to see where this season's going to end because this one's also confirmed for i think 25 mm-hmm. so i'm very curious where this one's going to end um because i know next is going to be the stuff with hermit correct i know we talked about this yes. last week so are we, are we going to get the stuff with uh valkyrie yes i would from what i'm getting Feeling and everything. This first season is going to be literally just the uh, stars. Okay, it's what I get. So I don't. I feel like we'll get everything wrapped up with all the shining stars and him collecting his crew, and my lead into him uh, dealing with that one group that's there in the Sakura Cosmos. But other than that, I don't think it'll go deep into that. Yeah, I don't think it will either. Season two is going to be incredible, though, no I feel, doubt. I feel like season two would be that organization. Plus, leading into um, Howie. Is that the second Cosmo? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it, it, it was a fine episode. I mean, nothing, like, massively to take away. I mean, the content right now is still, like, just early series content. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't blow anything out of the water. But, like I said, the main takeaways for people that are waiting, perhaps, for the Netflix version, phenomenal animation. Love the soundtrack absolutely adore the soundtrack and the voice acting is just on point so there's a lot to look forward to for eden zr right now uh and then finishing things up with seven deadly sins um season four episode 24 the finale i'm free i no longer have to watch this every single week and i like seven deadly sins a lot but man it feels good to be done with it in terms of the anime feels good to be done with it uh this was just a uh, you know a nice little wrap up. Where where's all the sins at? You finally got to see um, uh, Meliodas's kid at the end. You know we have a like a one year time skip, and then like we have a multi year time skip where you get to see the kid and everything. And just that whole meme that Meliodas created for his kid, where his kid's under this giant impression that Meliodas is going to destroy the kingdom because his kid doesn't know about the seven deadly sins, and he finds out about them, and he thinks they're still an evil group. And his dad, his dad just didn't tell him just to fuck with him, which I do love that little moment. And I wanted to shout it out because even Bond, like, has, Bond has a moment right there. He's like, damn, I wish I would have done that with my kid. <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. I mean, it was, it was a, a fine, you know, warm hearted ending to the series. And I will say rewatching, um, rewatching this um, and seeing, you know, seeing the different tidbits I've seen over the stuff with all this chaos stuff. It does kind of put things more into clarity for pi- perhaps where we're going with Four Nights the Apocalypse manga. Do you get a shot of Percival at all? No. Dang. No, no, no Percival in this. So, but I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, that's all I can really say about it. It was the ending of the series. It's okay. It was with. Uh, favorite episode of the week. What you guys got? Two Year Eternity. I respect that a lot. I'm gonna go 86. I gotta go 86. I, I got to man. It was it was so it was so damn good. I mean, 86 was good. That was definitely be my second. It's just two year eternity. It's that last shot was just god dang it. Yeah, it was. And if it wasn't for 86, two year eternity would have been my favorite for sure. Uh, probably followed by my hero just because of the funny stuff with Shoto. But uh, but yeah, 86 for sure, man. Such a great series. Please go watch it. Uh, all right, let's go over to our chapter ratings for the week and finish up the show beautifully. I will say I do have a 10. I got a 10 this week. 
Um, Before we start this, I I need to like we need to jump back a little bit about the me and Roboco Jujutsu Kaisen thing. I just found out that every volume of me and Roboco is a reference to another manga because uh, oh. volume <laughs> volume two was a direct copy of a One Piece volume cover. Volume three is Promise Neverland, and volume one is Door Man. Like I found a tweet with like all of them side by side, the original one that they're parodying, which is hilarious to me. Sorry. I mean, I'm not really surprised because it is a comedy manga. Yeah. Yeah. I respect so much what they're doing over there. And I'll be honest, I may never read it. I, I will say I did try one day where I read it for probably only about six six pages I got in and I had to go do something else. It's not because it, it didn't interest me. I legitimately had to go do something else and I just haven't gone back to it. Uh, but, man, I respect so much what they're doing over there. And I, it's going to be a damn shame if that series ever gets axed. Please don't ever get axed, me and Robico. Please. I, I got to be here for the memes. I mean, I feel like at this point, even if it does get axed, it's going to live on for quite a few years of yes. just its memes. Yes, it will never truly die. All right, now let's do the uh, manga chapter ratings for the week. Um, all right, so One Piece was on a break. So first up, we have My Hero Academia at 317. Eight. Okay. Is this your 10? I'll give it an eight. This is my 10. There it is. Yep, this is my 10. Yeah, do this, it. This is a 10 to me. This is easily a 10. And I know like nothing like over the top happened in this chapter, but at the same time, so much happened in this chapter. Okay, so much. Like... When it comes to when it comes to this whole arc, the all right, let's talk about the war arc very briefly. The war arc did a few things phenomenally, right? F- great action, character development, reveals, you know, some loss. Um, uh, you know, they they handled all that incredibly, right? What this arc is doing is taking on a unique take for My Hero Academia. Okay. It's not a unique take for obviously anime in general, but for My Hero Academia, the stuff that it's t- that it has done in this arc is a is unique to My Hero. Where it you know and I, you know when I read this, there was like three just really key things that stuck out to, uh, stuck out to me in this uh, chapter. Where it's just like it because this whole arc really takes a, in my opinion, a pretty heavy focus on like mental health, right? Yeah, that that's a big focus of this arc. I feel like where in terms of like where's everyone's mindset on things, you know, we got we had a uh, very a very sad moment with a certain hero that's not like a mainstream hero for the series, but it's still it's one of the OGs yeah. that we know. That was a very sad little you know sad little panel, and then you know the whole stuff with uh, with Deku and All Might Man, just full circle, full circle is what that was. You know, because all all might kind of had the same situation many years ago. Everything about this chapter did really well because you know when I read this chapter, I was just completely just blown away again by how much this arc has done so well on putting the mental health of all of our characters on show. And I will say, I afterwards I did see some tweets where some more pages that we follow was also doubling down, where it's just like just how much they have focused on with like the stress. Um, like just the rage everyone's feeling and just where the heroes stand in, in, in the world of things. This arc, this chapter is just doing all of this so well. And I will say the next chapter, I've seen some leaks, looks phenomenal. Can't wait for the next chapter and the chapter after that. This arc is incredible. It really is because of how unique it is to My Hero Academia and the different themes that it's taken on. Easy 10 for me. 
Like, it, like, I know we didn't really have, like, some big reveal or some kick-ass fight or anything, but, dude, just the stuff that it did show was incredible content for My Hero. And I will fight. I will die on this hill about that. That is a 10. Okay, cool. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Zach, for giving me the full screen so I can go on my, my monologue about that. I mean, you started I on this crab, and I went, I just might as well switch. Yeah, it's going to be I, a I, I appreciate you. I've had that built up for days. I wanted to talk about it as spoiler-free as I could. I, I, I dived a little too much, but, you know, I tried to keep it pretty loose. But great chapter, man. That's a 10. That is a 10. Um, all right, what about Black Clover 296? Seven. Uh, I give that one a yeah. Yeah, seven good. So here's my thing with Black Clover. I feel disconnected to it at this point in time because we've had so many splits in such an important time in the manga where, I mean, the s- chapters themselves aren't losing any intensity. It's just there's such a much, there's like several weeks of lead time that make me go, I'm not as invested right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this, once all this is out, it'll be a lot better just reading through it right. as a binge. Yeah, that's fair. See. See, I have the exact opposite problem because, like, I'm used to having that many splits. Like, you know, One Piece does it a lot. Yeah. But, like, my thing was, like, what we had before with, like, you know, Mag- Magna or Magna. I don't, I'm fucking up his name. Anyway, when Magna? he. Magna? <laughs> yeah, Magna. Magna. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't say it. With, like, Magna coming in after not being seen forever and, like, having this awesome new, like, ability. Like, that was awesome. And then now we're something. That, is something like I 100% expect to happen and I'm not as interested because like I fully expect it to happen. That's my problem. Yeah, I could see with, that as like, well. With like this chapter, yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that because, you know, I have seen some people complain about how the pacing has been in terms of our three main characters, you know, mm-hmm. they just back to back to back, same predictable type of situation, you know. So I can see what you're saying, Josh. I get that. I mean, predictable? I never got to see my freaking Golden Dawn Vice Commander chapter. That's true. I mean, yeah. That was such a poorly named chapter. Yeah, that was such a tease. Right, so it literally, you know, was on the first page, and that's it. <laughs> and the chapter was literally titled after. I'm like, come on, man. All right, what about Dr. Stone 201? Um, my bullshit scale's going higher. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. I gave it a seven. Uh, I'd give it an eight. I'll I enjoyed it. it. Seven. I'll just give it a bullshit, Zach says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mission Yosakura Family, chapter 87. I'd give this one an eight. Another good, wholesome chapter here. Undead Unlock, chapter 68. I'll give this one a nine. Very good chapter here. Fuko really starting to stand up. And as I saw some people joke, Fuko's being a Chad because uh, Fuko's laying down the law and things. Uh, Mashal, uh, chapter 67. I'll give it an eight. Uh, I give this one a nine, personally. This is a really yeah. good chapter. This whole arc's been great. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's not, been good. Nine's really good for this one. Uh, so next up, Sakamoto Days, chapter 28. I'll give it an eight. I give it an eight as well. You know, I thought I was caught up on Sakamoto Days. Yeah, you should probably get on that, huh? <laughs> yeah, I probably should. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Elusive Samurai, uh, chapter 21. I gave this one an eight. I give it a nine. That's fair. I almost gave it a nine. I give it a nine because of those shots towards the end. Yeah. With our hero of just going, 
he's a freak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost put up a meme about that where it's just like when you discover a new fetish where it's his first face after after he cuts him. And he's like super excited. He's like blushing a little bit. It's just like when you first discover a new fetish. I love the, that <laughs> line that the guy's like, why would I get a chill? Yeah. No, I almost gave it a nine. You know, I'm giving it a nine. It was a good chapter, man. It was really good. You know, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I tell C chapter 20, I'd give this one a six. Uh, Which watch chapter 19? I gave it a five. I still don't know how I feel about which watch because we are very obviously missing yes, something. Yes, we are. I, it's to the point where I'm going to be honest, I, I might drop it soon, you know, especially since, you know, I, I feel like Red Hood and Martial Arts Nero could possibly get my attention. Which watch is going to potentially hit the can for me, man. I, I just, I don't like, I had a couple of good funny chapters that really kind of pulled me in, but I'm with you. We are the mon- massively the minority here, man. I mean, I like this chapter more than the others, so I give it a seven just because I felt like this, the little segment story it was felt a lot more fuller to me mm-hmm. and just everything going on with it versus some of the other weird ones like the Invisible Crapper. <laughs> True. Yeah, that one was, I hadn't, I had nothing with this one. And this one seemed like more of a very wholesome and interesting chapter. Yeah. Uh, what about Ball Parade, chapter 18? I gave it a six. Five. Fair. Uh, Blue Box, chapter 10. Eight. I gave it an eight, too. Uh, Candy Flurry, chapter nine. Uh, Three fouls, two strikes. <laughs> Fully loaded. Fair. I gave it a seven. Our protag you know, savage, though. <laughs> you know, Candy Flurry is the one I'm seeing now, though. A lot of people are saying it's going to be the next one to be axed. And it's the same people that called Bill King, I still see, and a Gravity Boys. So I don't know how you guys feel about it. It's disappointing, man. This type of series, I feel like had a lot had a lot of potential, and I still feel like it could, but it wouldn't surprise me necessarily if it would get axed. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, I'm glad Blue, uh, Blue Box is, from what I understand, doing pretty well because Blue Box is actually pretty solid. I'm actually really enjoying that one. Um. So, Dragon Ball Super, Chapter 73, it's that time again, that time of the month. Uh, I'd give it an 8. Uh, it was a decent chapter of just good Dragon Ball fighting. And, of course, as Dragon Ball does, great setup for the next part of the fight of Vegeta, which will go probably pretty well, and then get his ass kicked, as it always does. Very, very predictable. Is Vegeta the new Krillin in Super? I wouldn't go that far, but it's Vegeta's just... Vegeta's the new Vegeta. Vegeta's just Vegeta, man. It's the same thing as always where it's like... and we, Man, we came so close with the moral arc of Vegeta, like, really being, like, the guy almost, but it's still the same... It's the same shit every single time where... Since the Frieza saga. Yeah, where Vegeta Let's will... Let's be like, real. Yeah, since Frieza. Well, he'll have a moment, whatever. He'll look like a badass... And then he'll just get his shit wrecked. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing. You know, he said here at the end of this chapter, oh, no, the Saiyans aren't going to be the ones to die today. The serial ends are going to be the one to die today. And that's how the chapter ended. Oh, God dang it. I yep. forgot the enemies were called friggin' serial ends. Yep, serial ends. The, our guy's yeah. named Granola. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. yeah the, all, yep. Until one of them's like, just let me eat my box of Wheaties and see how strong I can get. Then Vegeta's like, all right, I'll wait. Basically. That's how it's going to go. That's how it always goes. Yep. 
you know, Goku got his got got beat in this chapter as as that's how Super has been recently. As Goku gets beat, Vegeta comes in, Vegeta does pretty well, Vegeta gets beat, Goku comes back, Goku wins. That's how this shit goes. That's how this shit goes every time. Oh, my big brother's gonna beat you up. Oh no, my big I'm gonna fight for my big brother. <laughs> so I mean it's just so predictable. Now don't get me wrong, Granola is not the antagonist of this arc, okay? So it's not like this it's gonna I mean it's packed with fiber. Fuck, first off, fuck you. (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me if we get a character named Fiber or something. Um, But, you know, he's not like he's the antagonist. You know, we have our antagonist kind of like in place, right? And, you know, it's just been kind of set up where it's just like, oh, you know, where Granola's being tricked, Goku and Vegeta are being tricked, you know, to thinking that they're the, you know, both the villains they have to beat. That's kind of how it's set up. So it's not like it, like it's going to end here in the next few chapters, next couple months. You know, that's how I should put it, uh, because of that the traditional layout. But I mean, that's just that's just how it's going to be. Like, I'm not even excited for the next chapter of Dragon Ball Super because it's going to be oh cool, Vegeta's going to look a badass for a total of one chapter, and then chapter seventy five, he's going to get his shit knocked into the ground. Now, watch you watch you not read the next chapter, and it's the one where Vegeta goes like fucking Ultra Instinct Super Saiyan Blue to like. And still get whatever he's already given and up on like, going ultra instinct. <laughs> yeah, he's already right. he's already given up on that path uh, well. because he's being trained with uh, with Beerus, so he's going down like the path of the god of the destruction, whatever. Uh, that's yeah, what but can't the gods of destruction do ultra instinct too? So wouldn't that be something he'd need to learn? Like, this is not my Vegeta right here. My Vegeta doesn't give up. No, my yeah. Vegeta let Cell eat the androids so he can like. <laughs> <laughs> No, Vegeta essentially <laughs> literally said he's not going to mess with Ultra Instinct. Like that's not my thing. Kakarot can have that. I'm going to do my own thing. That's basically, no, basically, that's basically like, what he said. He was, he was basically like Ultra Instinct for little bitches. Yes, yes, that is exactly right. He's like Ultra Instincts for for bitches. I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> and then, then Beerus starts training him. That's essentially what happened. So, I mean, I give it an 8 just because it gives you some good Dragon Ball-style action, but it's still just, like, it's just so damn predictable. Like, it is it is what it is, man. Uh, Boruto, Chapter 59. Not a whole lot happened in this chapter, honestly, for us to have to wait for a month for this. Um, you get introduced to another new antagonist, which is, like, <laughs> a like a 10-year-old kid who can just beat the living shit out of anyone. So now we now we have like a total of like I think three new main antagonists to deal with, okay? And now it's like we're getting almost on like a god level tier, like it's just speeding up super quickly more than we already were. So now like basically Naruto and Sasuke look like a couple of bitches. So wait, is Boruto having to fight people that's on the level of the enemies Naruto fought at the end? Yeah. Yeah, like these new antagonists, man, that they make a uh, like uh, they they make them look like nothing. Like Gaia, she ain't nothing. She's nothing, man, compared to these new guys. She was literally the creator of the universe. She's part of the race that does that. Ah, uh, bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Does, actually, exactly. From what I know, yeah, that makes sense now. Yes, she's part of the race. I mean, it that makes does sense, that. but yeah. Basically, when it comes to Kaguya, there's Kaguya. And then there's the other one, which I'm drawing a blank on his name because he's been one of the more primary. Bakugia? No, fuck you. Uh, where he's been one of the. Why did I get an F bomb for that one? <laughs> where he's like he's become one of the more focused here for um, for Boruto, where you know Jigen's kind of his host, 
which Jigen has now been introduced in the Boruto anime, by the way. And from what I've seen, Naruto and Sasuke versus Jigen is some pe- uh, people are raving about how great this fight is. So I'm going to have to stop and actually watch that episode here soon. I pop now, into Boruto I, very randomly. Can I ask? Where, yes. With the way this is going, where like, you know, Sasuke and Naruto look like little bitches now, and like Boruto's, are like Sasuke and Naruto going to like run back to like revive Madara and be like, bro, we need your help. <laughs> that would be some <laughs> shit. <laughs> that would be some shit. Oh man. Yeah. And you know, it's, uh, you know, speaking of them being, you know, bitch, I've seen some people comment online, like when it comes to, like, you know, this fight that was just animated in, in Boruto, like literally, I think two weeks ago or la- the last new episode was the Naruto Sasuke Jigen fight. Everyone's just like, man, my man Sasuke, you know, he's got this Renegon and he just looks like a bitch. Like he, you know, he's not doing anything. And then, well, let's point out people like the Renegon's cool and all when you're using it against like, you know, other Shinobi. But they're fighting gods. Like this is very different. Now, the Renegon doesn't do shit on these people, like at all. Like you know, the Renegon's like, it helps out. It's handy, but it's not a tool of destruction for you know for the uh, for for this race and everything. Because these are like literal gods from like another planet or some shit. I see the Renegon and like, why are you staring at me? Yeah, basically, like it's not even a factor. So. It, the series, man, I don't even know the scaling on this series anymore. I don't know. I mean, I, I will say it keeps being teased. It keeps being teased that coming soon in the manga, we're going to get our time skip, which I figured was probably the case with how the last like big thing went down, the last big fight and everything. So we should be getting that sometime soon. I'll give it a seven, by the way. All right. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. <laughs> My bad. Uh, the time skip is that Jim's been going to Orochimaru being like, please revive everyone. We need everyone, please. <laughs> yes. Basically, they probably would with what they have coming. That little kid, man, he can wreck some shit. Uh, Kaiju number eight, uh, chapter 38. What did you guys feel like on that one? I gave it an eight, personally. Uh, I'll give it an eight. It was really good. Eight. Kaiju number 38 gets an eight. Cool. Uh, Tokyo Avengers, <laughs> chapter 211. I gave this one a seven. Uh, for one, it felt very, very short. I uh, wish we could have got a little bit more out of it. All the chapters lately have felt really short. Yeah, yeah. I give, I give it a 7, though. I'll give it a 7. Uh, Eden Zero, 148. Give it a 7. 7. Uh, 7 Sins, 4 of the Apocalypse, Chapter 21. Give that one an 8. Uh, Ranger Reject, Chapter 18. Give that one a 7. Uh, God of High School, 520. 7. I give it a 9. Re- I, don't, I don't know. It just... Okay, actually, I take the back. I take it at eight. The build up and everything was real good, but I don't know. The end just felt, eh. I mean, it was expected, but I went. Eh. It was expected, you know. Mori finally making his his entrance, his late entrance, as per normal. No, I gave it a nine just because I love the pacing of this chapter, where it really felt like failure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you get, you really got to see the failure, and you know, just feel the failure throughout the whole chapter. Because the one, like the one line that really stuck out to me, the whole thing stuck out. But the, the kid, the kid, we're just like, did dad fail? And then mom's just like, everyone hold hands. I was just like. Damn. He's <laughs> like, God damn. Yeah, I give it a nine. Uh, so leveling, we don't know what is going on with so leveling. Other, we, you know, it's once again on a break, and these are, this is due to health issues. Uh, the creator has been having some recently, and uh, there is no time frame on if we're going to get a chapter next week or week after, but just whenever, whenever they're able. So T's and P's there. Hopefully uh, they can get back up to par, and we, you know, hopefully get chapters again when they're feeling able. You know, we don't want anyone to push themselves just to give us content. There's tons of other content on the planet that we can always go check out. Like Overgear. And Mage and Demon Queen. 
Which came back. Season three, baby. I saw that. I went, yeah. Well, happy. That's right. That's right. Right. All, I got four chapters come out. Had a great time yesterday reading them. Love me some Mage and Demon Queen. Good series. Uh, Week Hero, 143. I gave it a, only I give it a six because it wasn't that great of a chapter, but I did like the point of where they're going with uh, Donald and Gray. That is true. Uh, and for that, I give it a seven. Uh, what about El Seed, 117? Eight. All right. Well, it's you guys' favorite chapter of the week. Mine's pretty clear. I spent like five minutes talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you say anything other than that, we would be surprised. Uh, my favorite chapter is Blue Box. No, favorite chapter is Elusive Samurai because he discovered he had a new fetish. Actually, my favorite chapter is actually Elusive Samurai. Oh, is it? Okay. Like, it was great. Just his whole flip. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. What about you, Josh? Uh, I'm going to go with Mashal. That's fair and respectable. I love that color page, by the way. It where was a good color where page. Like a fight screen. That was fantastic. I knew you would enjoy that. You're a big uh, fi- fighting game fan. But uh, all right, that's going to do it for this episode. In case no one get it, his favorite chapter, Alex, is my hero. So. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, yeah. you gave it a 10. So, uh, But yeah, that's it for today's episode. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Went on a lot of monologues today, I feel like, but that's Yeah, fine. we went a little long, but oh well. <laughs> yeah. Nobody listened to previous episodes, so. It's true. Double down. It's true. Got to double down. Um, all right, uh, Josh, you got that inspirational speech lined up for me? What you got? Oh, uh, you know what? I'll. Uh, I'm still working on it. I'll ah. have it. Uh, I'll have it. You know what? You don't even have to do it next week because I I know it'll be ready in about two years. So we'll just come back around two years from now. You don't need to say that, Josh, because in two years he will drop that on you. <laughs> yeah, that's will. fine. That's fine. I at least have two years to like you know come up with some bullshit. Does. Okay, that's fine. Well, I'll make sure to ask every single week just how it's going. How's that? Okay, sounds good. Yeah. All right. So no speech from Josh. That's uh disappointing. But uh, in other news, um, Zach, you got anything? Do you have a speech? I mean, just my <coughs> usual spill of. Okay, that's fair. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate whatever your platform allows. It does help if you are watching this on YouTube and you like whatever's going on. Uh, like, comment. And maybe hit that subscribe if you like it. And if you hit that subscribe and actually want to know when we upload things, you can hit the bell to show up in your feed. Thank you. Now, see, Josh, that's a speech. That's a speech. That wasn't even a speech. You, you need to take some lessons here. Pull out a those notepad. Pull out a notepad and start taking notes, okay? Those are those are plugs. You got, you know, like two years to figure out stuff. Josh, you got anything to say to finish off the show? Yeah, in two years, I'll figure out how to plug stuff. Follow us on Twitter at Animan Plus or Animan Podcast or, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> he made it. <laughs> <laughs> he made it. It's almost like how he forgot my birthday and I had to point out my handle is literally Alex Light 23. Listen, <laughs> I don't didn't know that. I knew that your birthday was this month. I thought it was just like later. He thought it was the 25th, and that's when I had to point out my handles literally fucking got 23 in it, and all he said back was, bruh, I just died. Bruh, most of mine have like threes and thirteens, and I'm going to have nothing to do with my actual birthday. That's true. Don't worry. We'll make sure to give a shout out to both of your birthdays here next month, especially since they're back-to-back. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you made it all the way to the end, even though it's a little bit of a lengthy one. Um you know, comment below about some of the stuff we talked about. Comment below if you guys happen to check out 86 yet or if you're planning on it. Uh, phenomenal to your eternity as well. Absolutely incredible there. Uh, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And um, 
looking forward to the map event. Look forward to seeing what we're going to have come out of that. Really pumped up to talk about everything coming out of that. Most notably, Chainsaw Man here on the next episode of Animan Plus. Shout out to 40 episodes of Animan Plus. Woo! Shout out to that, man. That's pretty cool. But uh, all right. Until next time, guys. Have a good one. See you. Bye. Later. We'll be right back.